host Zarya Hart reporting for duty for another episode of Culture Crush. For the regulars on the show, you know just how the show works, but if you're a noob, all you need to know is I'm going to give you facts and information about something that is happening in the black community, then I'm going to switch over to answering some of your guys' questions. If you would like to submit some questions, send to my email at zshart at bsu.edu. Then again, it is zshart at bsu.edu. First off, before we begin the show, I want to start off with an apology for all the craziness this February. Like, I have a whole show about black culture, and I am just now finally recording something this Black History Month. So I'm sure my ancestors are quaking, so I just wanted to give y'all a little apology. Alright, so this episode is something that I think is going to be having black students and parents saying, Amen. And the episode is how black history is not being taught in predominantly white schools. Now, understand, I am not speaking for everyone's experiences. I mean, your school may be celebrating like nobody's business. Then again, yours may not be. So personally, I started in elementary school, and I long for the moments to be able to learn about people that looked like me. Like, I wanted to know where I came from, and I wanted to know who changed the world for African Americans. I wanted to know all that jazz. But it felt like I was only learning the core three. And as soon as I tell you the core three, you're going to be like, you're right. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you'll say that. I don't know. But the core three is Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, and certainly last but not least is Rosa Parks. And As much as, yes, we love them to the ends of the earth, they are not all of black history, okay? There's a lot that came with them. Yes, they did a lot of changing for us, and they helped us. um, And But it's just, that's, it's not just them three. It's, It's bigger than that. And so, personally, if my parents hadn't educated me on the black leaders and activists, then I would not know who people are like Audre Lorde. And if you don't know who Audre Lorde is, she is a poet who dedicated both her life and her skills um, basically to addressing injustices of racism, sexism, classism, and the last one is, oh my gosh, homophobia, homophobia. And so basically my belief is that despite there being this widely celebrated month, yeah, go back history month, I still believe that schools don't always impart the education they should when it comes to black history. Like, it's more than just slavery and the civil rights movement. Um, There's the Harlem Renaissance and black life in the 1970s, um, which according to Femi Lewis, Sotko's African-American history timeline, the 70s was basically like this time where black people were making their mark in politics. Um, You have... On March 30th, 1971, the start of the Congressional Black Caucus, which is a huge deal. Um, On October 16th, 1973, Maynard H. Jackson Jr. is elected as the first African-American mayor of Atlanta. And then July 12th, 1976, Barbara Jordan, a congresswoman representing Texas in the first and was the first African-American woman to deliver the keynote address at the Democratic National Convention um, January 30th, 1977, Andrew Young is sworn in as the first African American to become a U.S. ambassador to the U- United Nations. There we go. Um, 
it was just like if it wasn't for me googling um doing a google search i would have never known these big moments in my history and that's just a big deal to me like it's just weird thinking like oh i had to google search stuff to learn about my history and i can't find it in like my textbook um here at college or maybe somewhere else when I went to high school and elementary school. It's just weird that I have to go specifically somewhere that will have broader information for my black history. Um, I think there are several reasons that should be, there are several reasons there should be required class time or lesson plans that involve black history, um, besides just preserving and celebrating the accomplishments of black history. Americans like yes we love to celebrate what we've done but also we have to understand the struggle to figure out why we are celebrating where we came from and all all of that but we can't um I believe that teaching black history will start a conversation about race that people are trying to avoid you know there's sometimes those people who are like here I'll tell you about my race and I'll tell you everything within it and then there's some people who are like Talking about race makes me uncomfortable and I don't want to talk about it. And sometimes those people who don't want to talk about it, you have to. Like a big pet peeve of mine is when people say, let's ignore race and color overall. Like, I'm sorry, but that makes no sense. Because if you are ignoring my color, then you are ignoring the fact that I am different and I'm proudly different than you. And you're trying to excuse totally what makes me unique. Um... There is more African Americans that than the negative stories and stereotypes seen in the media. Oftentimes we see in like the ghetto or in the hood or something like that. Um, you see them like, oh, there were multiple shootings, everybody's getting shot up. And it's not always about that. Like there can be big moments that we should be celebrating that we're not celebrating because the media is only showing certain parts. Um, black history is needed to teach students to think properly about the contributions of African Americans, both historically and currently. Um, like African Americans have done so much, like potato chips and hair care products that I am currently wearing in my hair, like I don't know about them. Um, I think teaching in schools will also increase cultural appreciation. When students are taught any history of their own, they get an understanding of the different types of people. Um, when maybe they can find similarities and differences um, between them in any other races. Um, I just think these things need to be taught and we're just totally throwing them aside and like, oh, we'll just maybe next month. And we shouldn't be doing that. So, yes, it would be nice to see Black History taught more during Black History Month or even outside the short month that is February. I think once we realize um, how Black History needs to be taught, I think people will be shocked when it starts to build racial and cultural understanding. Mind you, I never said it would end racism because, to be honest, that is a topic within its own. Um, so a shout out to those parents who take black history into their own hands, since some schools won't, and teach black history to their kids. Also, another shout out to Carter G. Woodson, who was a white man 
who believed the heritage and contributions of black Americans needed to be recognized and who gave us Negro History Week in 1926, which then became the beautiful Black History Month. All right, you know what time it is. It's time to get down to business. All right, so the question of the day is, why do African Americans get their own month? And personally, I love being asked this question because there is a really simple answer. Because all other 11 months, we learn about white and European history. That's it. That's all I got for you. So if you wanted a more in-depth answer, sorry, not sorry. Because in my 13 years of actually being in school, the most I've learned about my people is Martin Luther King and slavery. I'm sorry, but it's just true. All right, this is actually all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and got to learn a little bit today. For those who want to know, this is a podcast in partnership with the awesome Ball State University Daily News. This is your girl, Zaria Hart. And remember to stay open-minded. And don't forget, we just crushed it. <laughs>